Welcome to Artificial Ghost Radio, your unofficial guide to navigating the airwaves. I'm going to spill the tea, and my name is Miles. I'm going to drink it up. My name is Mars. Uh, and this is a podcast where, uh, where each and every sure. week we rediscover what makes music so special. Miles. Mars. I'm tired. Me too. It's the morning times for Miles. And it's, Mars it's just felt the- like falling asleep. And I just felt like falling asleep. Felt like apparently. a nap. That's right. Um, bad at napping. I don't know if anyone else I, listening can relate to this, but I'm just not good at napping. Can't do it unless I'm like deathly ill and like I'm I'm laid up in bed like some sort of Victorian waif that just got a letter talking about my uncle's impending death or whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I've got, I've definitely gotten better at naps over, mm. over the course of my life. I didn't used to be very good at them, and now, yeah, yeah I can, I can bust out a couple hours nap, mm. just, uh, just in the middle of the day, and, and it's totally chill. Yeah, I mean, in kindergarten, um, I was, you know, really ahead of the game, but I feel like I've really dropped off in recent years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I, I definitely sort of had the opposite sort of thing. In kindergarten, I never wanted to nap. Mm. Um, I, I, uh... I wanted to be active and out there and doing stuff. God, I wish that um, knew. And now, now I'm just like, nah. That's I can, true. I, I just I can, didn't I can, sleep this, a lot this, when I was a kid. This, this day, this day can get shorter for me. That's okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, last night, uh, Mars, my friend, was up at, I'm, I'm going to say about 2 a.m. for you. Oh, um, 2, 3 a.m., something like that. 2, yeah. 3 a.m., high out of your mind, sending me just now, the worst picture I've ever seen. We're not, we're not talking about that. We're not going to talk about that but it is demonstrating that you do just stay up very late <laughs> and then just not all the time during the day often i'm going to say no. often no that was an outlier what what time do you would you say you regularly go to bed at? Like ten or eleven. Right, that's pretty good. I feel like most of the time when we're messaging, it's like one a.m. Um, no, nah, <laughs> nah. I'm I'm terrible. I can't talk. I go to bed at like one. Well, sure, but um, <laughs> well, okay. Look, here's the thing. Listen, here's the tea. What's the tea? Um, is that I'm gay and I can do what I want. That's true. It's Pride so, Month. So, it's Pride Month, everybody. It's Pride, it's month. Pride month. It's gay rights. It's gay rights. Finally. Someone gave us a fucking right. Speaking so, of uh, spilling the tea, though. Well, speaking of spilling the tea, but also speaking of gay rights, mm. um, I did want to use this opportunity right at the start of the episode to talk a little, little bit uh, about the Lunar Light 24-hour live stream yeah. that is happening, not this weekend, but next weekend. Um the i believe it's starting yeah starting on the 21st mm-hmm. and then running through the 22nd um and uh, it's a 24 charity uh live stream that uh, that we're going to be doing uh, a couple different hosts different games different things different uh different sort of stuff happening um 
I'm going to be a part of it. Miles is going to be a part of it, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, and, I'm I'm uh, bringing that uh I I'm going to be I I think instrumental in the whole 24 hour thing because my normal at like hours are in the AMs for you guys. So It's true. I'm going to be true. fucking bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Yeah, you're going to be um you're going to be the the fucking beacon of light in the oh. middle of that stream. Just like you're going to be the Anchor holding the go- the goddamn thing together for all my sleepy lad. Yeah. I'm very excited for it. Yeah, and and gonna play yeah. some games. I I heard some tell about some of the games. I won't spoil anything, but some of the games that we might be playing, and it sounds exciting. Um, still talking with Blue of uh, I might do some like little graphic-y things uh, to promote it. Yeah, so come on. It's uh, it's going to. Oh, is it New Jersey? Yes, it is. Uh, it is supporting the Pride Center uh, of New Jersey. A hundred percent of the proceeds go to this uh, to this cause and uh we're gonna even have uh it, it it's looking like we're even gonna have um a representative or two from from this charity uh showing up on stream to talk about it um so yeah it it should be a a really fantastic time and a really great cause um so uh, oh, I'm very excited. I'm very excited too. You'll hear another plug about it uh, in the in the next episode because it'll be uh, be going up uh, in the hours uh, just before the stream starts. Yeah. Um, we're come come fucking hang out. Come fucking hang out. Come fuck. And d- well, don't do that. What is that? Not in our Christ- yeah. not in our Christian stream. I think that's ten a.m. for AES two. I think I want to say ten. I want to say ten. I'm saying huh? ten. Time zone wise, I think it's ten a.m. Oh, for Australia. Sure, 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 sure. Um, yeah. So yeah. That fucking bit from the Nintendo E3 Direct with just Bowser coming on, like, like uh, trying to present a game. Yeah. It's very sweet. Um, oh, Nintendo. Oh, Nintendo. Um, yeah, so fucking, uh, I'm, I'm very excited about this, this stream, very excited to be a part of it. Yeah. Very excited to, uh, yeah. to be, uh, Help, helping out uh, for for a good fucking cause. So fuck yeah, 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 fucking yeah, yeah. Sorry if my energy is not a hundred percent where I want it to be. Um, I did, I did literally just like five minutes ago. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Uh, fucking wake up. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm here. I'm present. You cannot get rid of me. (laughs) I'll try not to. You cannot, you cannot. (laughs) I am a fucking ghost haunting you. That's true. That is canon. All right. So you might, you might have noticed in the title of this one that... (laughs) That it's that it's maybe a little we're maybe doing a little bit differently this time. We're, maybe we're, it sounds yeah. like we're titling a YouTube video. Maybe it maybe it does sound like like a YouTube video. If 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 Artificial Ghost was a YouTube channel, potentially there would be some red circles and arrows in the thumbnail. Perhaps um, uh, maybe you know both of us in the thumbnail with like shocked faces looking at whatever the thing is. Yeah, and what is that thing? And the thing is. Uh, as we decided last night, um, is uh, we're we're going to be talking about s- some musical feuds, some beefs, 
some, uh, some, 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 well, those are the two words, really. Yeah. Some feuds, some beefs, some... Yeah, I don't, I don't know that there's a third word. That's actually a good point. What's the, hmm. Where did the, where did the phrase... Conflicts, I guess? Yeah, conflicts, I think. Fights, some cases, like direct fights. Sometimes a direct fight. I don't know that there's a direct fight in the i mean there's some like physicality that happens in one of the ones that i'm talking about um but i wouldn't exactly call it a fight but yes i'm i'm looking up where the phrase having beef came from please do so this is from making heads or tails of idioms.com okay quite a quite a url gorgeous the phrase i have a beef with you originated in the old west among sheep farmers who were competing for grazing land with cattle farmers the sheep farmers used the term with each other to refer to a conflict which was what they had with cattle farmers or beef farmers okay okay so they were that only sheep... that only sort of half half answers the question only sort of um, so yeah so I there's these fucking sheep farmers yeah, who are beefing. who are who are looking over at the fucking cow farmers across the way, yeah. encroaching on their farmland. And they were like, "I have oh, beef." Oh, with we them. got beef. Oh, we got beef. We got beef. I want to know who the first person to say that was, and everyone else was like, "The fuck does that mean, dude?" <laughs> Yeah, who is who is the first one who's trying to get the trying yeah. to get that started? So I guess uh in in these uh, uh in these top musical beefs, we need to decide which one of them is the sheep farmer and which one is the, <laughs> the cow farmer. Walks up to a gay couple. So which one of you is the sheep farmer and which one of you is, is the beef farmer? I think I'm the sheep farmer and you're the beef farmer. <laughs> Am I? Am I? Yeah. Hmm. You got more beef, just with the I world in general. I g- <laughs> That's part of our mission for this episode, mm-hmm. is figuring out, you know, is Soldier Boy the fucking sheep farmer? Is he the beef farmer? Because it sounds like with, with the sheep beef thing. Or cow, right? Stop saying beef, um, <laughs> sheep, sheep, cow thing is that you know the sheep people were just there, you know they were just right. chilling, and then the, mm-hmm. the the cow people were instigating. So we're looking yeah, for the cow instigator, people were... and we're looking for the chill person. Yeah, the the cow people were encroaching on the sheep farmers' lands. The keeple. so yeah, the people, uh, the pokers, the keeple and the sheeple, as as they will be called. <laughs> Yeah. So, so are we going to go one by one? So sort of just go through I think down? I think let's go one by one. I think uh you know, and I don't know how long we'll be um talking about each one of these, you know, obviously I think there's maybe more detail to each one of these than we'll we'll be able to get into. Mm. Um but uh what I will say uh is that I think that I have uh I think I have the I have I think I have the the stupidest one i think you're right <laughs> i think mine are pretty fucky but i don't know if they're the dumbest you know what i mean yeah i think that i've definitely got the dumbest one like for th- for the most part like and what i was sort of discovering when i was looking through these beefs is that like there aren't actually that many funny ones yeah they're generally pretty warranted yeah they're generally pretty warranted and what I also want to say is that with the ones that we're talking about today, or at least the ones that I'm talking about, uh, you know, 
at least to some extent, they're also still warranted. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll just see where this goes. Yeah. We're trying something new, everyone. Oh yeah, we're doing a new little thing. We're doing a new, a hot new little thing. Who is that hot uh, new little thing coming around the corner? It's it's, it's Tea Spill. It's first name Tea, last name Spill. God. All right, let's get into this. Okay. Uh, is it? Is it? I want to go you? first. Is it? I think it's you going first. It I think me. I think because I went first with Andy, and then we didn't really have anybody going first. Yeah. With the Go Child episode because that's just not how that one was structured. Yeah. So I think it's you. Penny went first. Um, <laughs> Ryan went Penny, first. Yeah, actually, in that episode, Ryan did go first. Yeah. I guess. He All was right. The first so, thing to say anything. First one to say anything. So my first. My first. Oh, my first. My first. Uh-huh. Again, my three, we, we did three each. My three are pretty fucky. They all have at least one musician involved. But this sure. first one is a musician versus an application in the case of Metallica versus Napster. Oh, okay, okay. A, a, a very famous case in terms of uh, musician on, you know, other entity uh, court cases. Sure. So, in the late 90s and, like, the early 2000s, like, when the internet had sort of settled into, like, what it was going to become, you know, like, social media was sort of picking up a bit and, like, information was coming to everyone, it was getting more accessible, you had your family desktop computer that everyone crowded around to play Club Penguin on, or RuneScape in my case, uh, and, and also, uh, in, Fucking you know, my goddamn drug of choice <laughs> uh, back then was fucking both wizard 101 and toontown oh yeah i liked um is it adventure quest i want to say adventure quest i, like I that don't show. i don't know what that is it's, it was just a very shitty extremely shitty like rpg type online game sure um, but uh uh so oh. so um <laughs> Oh, is that the fucking? Is that the game they're that they're making the fucking new Ubisoft TV show about? All right, you stop it, stop it, you. So, as is the the want and the the urge of humanity, I guess, is that we have to immediately find out and figure out how to pirate shit. We have to immediately oh, yeah. figure out how to communize everything. It's it's in our nature. We're like, listen, I have this thing. Other people should have this thing. Give it to them. So these two beautiful bastards uh, made a little thing called Napster, which is a file sharing service that shut down in 2001 uh, after this court case went through. Uh, and Napster was originally just like sharing any files and became super popular with sharing uh, burnt music uh, and just like went off the shits. Everyone loved it. Um, and so this was the first ever court case related to a person versus a, a, uh, or, or a group versus a person to person file sharing service on the internet. And it was the first time like a musician went against something that pirated music on the internet. Uh, so it became right. really infamous. And I think this is in about 1999 to 2000, sort of the, the court case. Um, and Metallica ended up, uh, they, they said they wanted to sue, uh, $100,000 for each song, uh, uh, that was uploaded to Napster, basically. Uh, and that capped out at $10 million in damages uh, that they were suing Napster for. Uh, and they were forced to settle. 
are just removing their songs from the service and blocking them from being able to be accessed. And then they went to the trouble of tracking IP addresses from all the people that had already downloaded Metallica songs and blocked them from Napster. Wow. And they like blacklisted them from Napster. And and so this is really weird phenomena because plenty of artists came out in support of Napster that like in the metal and in the punk scene and in the rock scene that have these mentalities of like listen i'm just doing this for the art like not the mute like the money like i don't care if people share my music like that like i don't give a shit i already got my money you do you uh and and they were all like metallica has clearly shown that they're in it for the money like they are clearly oh well yeah absolutely like metallica uh, is is like the most commercialized quote-unquote metal band oh absolutely to ever exist yeah yeah uh and and so metallica earned the reputation for being money hungry and petty like that's so fucking petty um and uh so after napster shut down in 2001 i think i believe it was limewire came after that and a bunch of other music sharing like platforms and honestly this court case because it was so like fucking popular i think like dr dre was involved like this court case reached so many people that it helped music sharing online because people were like oh this is a really cool thing and we need to make sure it keeps going and so services like spotify and stuff have napster versus metallica to thank for like the availability of sharing music online uh yeah so in this case, Metallica is definitely the cow farmers and Napster is the sheep farmers. Oh, yeah. Oh, but, yeah. But the sheep farmers did put up signs that said, fuck you, beef farms. <laughs> um, okay. All right. Fucking, okay. I, I, I deeply, cause like Napster, I, I was on the internet in some capacity during a time when Napster existed, but I never interacted with it. Uh, and it was like, it was like when I was like really getting into the internet, it was like, yeah, it was LimeWire. That was yeah. the big thing. Um, and, uh, I distinctly, uh, remember, like, downloading all of the Red Hot Chili Peppers out discography. <laughs> um, and, like, starting it and then going to school and then coming back and it would oh, yeah. be, like, halfway done. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, the the problem with uh with LimeWire is that like it really went from like Napster, which was like fairly reliable and fairly underground, to LimeWire that just had so many viruses and oh, fake yeah. files. Mm-hmm. And I watched this video by a YouTuber named Nakey Jakey talking about this a little while ago, and I can't remember the direct quote, but it was like, you know, you go on LimeWire looking to download, you know, Californication by the Red Hot Chili Peppers, but it's actually mm-hmm a MIDI file of Mariah Carey listing all the U.S. states alphabetically. Yeah, And then also it makes your computer explode. (laughs) It's also, like, because, like, during that era especially, like, um, there was a lot of, like, songs that were misattributed to different artists Mm. because, like, they kind of sounded alike and, like... You're just downloading a file and says, oh, there's a new system of a down song. Cool. <laughs> no, no, it's not system of a down. It's, it's actually, corn. it's fucking corn or some shit. Um, 
it's like, I don't know, it's interesting, because, like, and those sorts of beliefs, like, you know... I can't remember any specifics off the top of my head because so much of that era of the internet just, like, is, like, gone in my head. Yeah. Um, but, like, there are, like, a lot of, of people who, like, grew up thinking, like, oh, like, oh, this song was sung by this artist, da-da-da, this is a, um, and, like, you know, it's all down to, like, one popular LimeWire file that misattributed yep um, it's crazy the the ripple effect it has yeah. had on our culture anyway so that was uh one that i thought was super duper interesting yeah um, that was just interesting it wasn't like funny or anything yeah, i don't know that's super I, funny but like i don't know i don't know that, that that mine's gonna be very funny either to be honest again these aren't like the funniest things in the world well but that's like the, the, I mean, a my lot of these beefs funny, were <laughs> a lot of these beefs were like not like we were saying at the start not exactly the funniest yeah, but so uh, interesting and so stupid. <laughs> so so fucking dumb, Mars. What's yours? Yeah. So mine is the clash of of the olds. It's the, the clash olds. of the olds. It's Simon v Garfunkel. Hell yeah! Tell me about that. So uh, Simon and Garfunkel. Um, they, uh, you know, even if you haven't heard their music, you're probably aware of the name because you, you know, you've heard old people talk about it. Because you're alive. Um, uh, you've probably heard Sound of Silence yeah. in a movie uh, at some point. I believe it was in Trolls. Was it in Trolls? I believe it was in Trolls. Yikes. Okay. So, Simon and Garfunkel, uh, they had been recording together since 1957, um, uh, and, uh, they're sort of, like, they've sort of had a tenuous relationship from the very beginning, um, because... You know, they were recording music at this time, but, but, um, but Art Garfunkel was focusing more on his academic career, and, uh, Simon, uh, decided to, uh, do a solo side deal to keep making money while, while, you know, on music. Mm -hmm. Um, which Garfunkel took as a personal betrayal. (laughs) All right. Uh, and this, like, basically their whole, like, their whole beef is all about, you know, each one of them doing solo shit and then feeling betrayed that they're not doing it together. That is bizarre. Yeah. So, um, they, uh, they made a lot of, uh, music. They were very successful together for, for many, many years. Um, and it, uh, it occurred that, um, Mike Nichols, uh, who uh, is, was, I don't know, he's a director, uh, who was, uh, working on an adaptation of the book Catch-22, and he had offered both Simon and Garfunkel parts in this movie. Ooh. Um, unfortunately, uh, Simon's character was cut before production began, so Garfunkel flew solo to shoot. But because of how long shooting took, Simon grew incredibly frustrated, uh, and was like, well, fuck, 
why aren't we working on our music shit? Yeah. Um, and as they went on, they had um, sort of differing music ideas. They were working on a song called uh, uh, Cuba Scene Nixon No, uh, mm-hmm. which uh, I believe uh, it was it was presented as being uh, it, it was going to be the 12th ch- track on their final album, Bridge Over Troubled Water, which is a very <laughs> sort of it's a very symbolic name for what mm-hmm. they what they went. And that bridge did not last long. Also, I won't go back. Um, uh, uh, and the song, uh, was, you know, obviously it's called Cuba See Nixon No. You know, it has this sort of overt political nature to it, which, mm. uh, Garfunkel didn't like, um, and wanted to do a different thing, and neither side would, would really budge on the issue. And the album ended up releasing, uh, without the song. And, uh, because of this and all of their other shit, uh, the pair, uh, went separate ways. Yeah. Um, there's, but that's not even, like, there's, like, more shit the more you look into it between these two. There is an account from their, sort of, uh, their, their former business manager, uh, Joseph Raskoff, mm-hmm. who, um, there was this backstage, uh, fight between, uh, Simon and Garfunkel, where, uh, Simon, uh, says that, um, uh, Garfunkel was hurt, there was a, uh, there was a critic who didn't like the album and was particularly disappointed with Garfunkel's contribution on the album. Mm. And, uh, and Garfunkel then accused Simon of, uh, encouraging the journalist to write a negative review. Ooh. Uh, apparently it was just like, like there was shoving, there was, um, you know, like bodyguards had to come in, uh, and like make sure that a fight didn't break out. Oh my God. Um, uh, Joseph Raskoff says that, um, I, I genuinely believed that if there had been a knife on the table, one of them would have used it. Jesus. It's such a weird thing to hear about because Simon and Garfunkel is one of those like, when you're talking about famous duos in history, yeah. like those are two names that I definitely hear. It's fucking weird. Yeah, like, and as far as I can tell, there is not like a whole lot of exact details about why these two hated each other so much. Mm. But it got to the point, so they did a big ass reunion show because they broke up in um like 1968 or something like that, or mm. or 72 something like that um it for some reason doesn't actually say in this article Mm. it said somewhere else in a different article that i was reading but i don't know where that is whatever Mm um so they um they did a reunion concert in 1981 in central park in new york uh it was uh one of the biggest musical events uh, drawing um, 500,000 people, uh, it, like this big, huge thing. Um, and there was plans to do a world tour, uh, but this reunion super didn't last long. You know, it's all closed-door stuff, but they, like, apparently just fell back into it and uh, got into the same old fights. Oh, and geez. they were working on a... Uh, a new album between the two of them 
but in the end, uh, Simon completely deleted all of Garfunkel's contributions and uh, finished the songs as a solo uh, project. Jeez. Yeah. They're full adult. And even their Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction speech in 1990, they were still um, uh, sort of jabbing at each other. Oh my god. So uh, they have done reunion uh, tours uh, since then. They've done three of them, uh, but uh, they never last very long Mm -hmm. because Simon and Garfunkel fucking hate each other. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Fair enough, I guess. <laughs> so, that what are your what are your thoughts on Simon and Garfunkel? I mean, very petty. Yeah, it's it seems I mean, we obviously like maybe there's more like real shit that Yeah, that, maybe one of them fucked the other one's wife or something. That, something that'd like probably that probably be, you know, like warranted yeah. rivalry or whatever, but like from the sounds of it, it's just a lot of like creative sort of you know like oh i want to make political songs or like oh well i don't really want to make my music political and then that mm-hmm. has made decades long feud happen yeah yeah <laughs> that's crazy uh, it's a little crazy yeah i it's and like you it, it was a little surprising to me because like i'd never heard about any of this before i don't know mm-hmm. how i mean it's it's probably among Simon and Garfunkel fans. It's probably pretty well known. Sure. Um, I, I have to imagine. Uh, yeah, it, it's something that I don't think you could miss. Yeah, but I don't know. It's so it's Very it's petty. so strange to me. Just like like everything that I had sort of heard about Simon and Garfunkel before, like learning about all this stuff was just like like ha- like just talking about you know all of their legendary music and all of all of the amazing musical accomplishments that they did together um and to find out that like you know during all of their recording sessions they were probably fucking swearing each other out or whatever it's just like i don't know it's pretty wild when you listen to their music it's it's like it's it's such a strange thing to hear about when you listen to like how chill and beautiful (laughs) their music is like listening to the sound of silence and it's all like you know that beautiful minor uh opening track and then it opens up into like this major soft acoustic like you know a vision softly creeping it's like beautiful and and then behind closed doors they're like hey you're a bitch Hey, fuck you, asshole. Yeah, I, I, like, this is the sort of feud you think would happen between, like, rock musicians, you know? Like, two big name, uh, yeah, like, rock people. And it's actually just these nice folk men. (laughs) I don't know, wild, wild to me. It's, it's, it's very strange. Oh, so, I, I can't quite figure out which one it is, but from your research, which one is the cow and which one is the sheep? <sighs> See, that's the thing is, is they both seem equally like like the cow farmer to me. Yeah, I agree. I completely agree. I think they're both two cow farmers, but they are... they think the other one is the like they both think they're sheep and they think the yeah. other one is a cow, but they're yeah. both cows. They're both cow farmers. Um. <laughs> I love the metaphor. I love I'm, the metaphor. It's it. it's 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 important to understanding this episode. Very. All right. Uh, all right, Miles. Number 2. Number 2. I like this one a lot and it's relevant in the cultural landscape. 
it's the case of Coolio versus Weird Al. I I I read up on this one a little bit when I was researching. I'm excited to uh yeah. to I, I didn't I didn't learn all of it, but I'm I'm curious to uh to 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 hear where it goes. Yeah. So the year is nineteen ninety-six. Weird Al has recorded Eat It and Like a Surgeon and he turns his uncaring gaze to Coolio and smiles. <laughs> Coolio got big mad when Weird Al did uh, Amish Paradise. Uh, yeah, based off yeah, of, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Gangster Paradise. Uh, and uh, Coolio <laughs> was quoted saying that uh, Yankovic had apparently desecrated. That's the word he used desecrated the song and listen i know gangsta's paradise is like it's a pretty like you know telling a life story kind of song like it's not just like a typical like i got guns and women yeet sort of song but like i wouldn't say it's sacred and also you know the sacred song that was recently used in the sonic movie trailer (laughs) right yeah yeah (laughs) kind of wild but uh in the following year 1997 coolio went on to write uh the line on throwdown 2000 fools be in the bars unadvanced with a switch uppercuts and fight kicks with weird al yankovic (laughs) the beef has since been squashed um yankovic was like really accommodating and was like emailing back and forth and was like you know i didn't mean anything by it like this is just what i do like i'm not making fun of you directly i'm just like a parody musician like seriously no beef um and coolio was like yeah right that's fine uh and and they've been seen like talking to each other and like you know yeah yeah, chilling a bit so not the most like long lasting beef but i love when like it points to more like i love when serious musicians or like serious acting musicians uh uh get parodied or clowned on by anyone and they cannot take it they Mm -hmm. cannot cope with the idea that they are a public person and are therefore open to criticism and clowning and (laughs) think that it's like a personal this person wants to fist fight me attack We've seen this recently with uh, Cody Ko and Jake Paul. Jake Paul being like, this fool is trying to have a fight with me. Instead of, this is a product of the time, you are a conversation topic, and you are a figure, and I don't know you as a person, so I'm not going to speak to your character, but your content fucking sucks. So I think it's interesting. I, I think it's interesting. And and I'm glad that Weird Al is a very uh, accommodating and uh, non-confrontational person. Yeah. It's it's like, there, there are a lot of um, story, like, I, I think, like, Weird Al's whole thing, like, maybe even because of the Coolio thing, mm. like, like, he always reaches out to artists first before making a parody of their song um to like uh and i can't remember can't remember which artist like took like 15 years to actually let him parody a song i can google it yeah google it Hmm, I can't see anything for it maybe it's something i made up whatever maybe but also i don't know (laughs) but also who knows um, but yeah, cause like, he's very, you know, he's respectful and he's like, listen, I'm not going to do it without you telling me I can. I don't want to get sued. Uh, but I for one think it would be an honor to get, uh, <laughs> to get roasted by Weird Al. Well, yeah, cause that's, that's the thing about Weird Al's parodies is that he's very rarely actually like roasting the original artist. Yeah. He's just um, making, like, he's just using the beat and the mm-hmm. like the flow of the song to make a 
stupid. The only one. the only one that I can actually think of that's like kind of mm-hmm. um kind of a diss is born like this. Hmm. Or born this way, born this way, born this way. Uh, his his parody of of the Lady Gaga song. Mm. Um, yeah, because oh, the other it, ones, I think like, it's it's perform like this. I think is his parody. Yeah, because because you look at something like um like a uh, uh, white and nerdy, and it's not like a it's not like a commentary on riding dirty or anything. It's just him, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's him. He's white and nerdy, or like like a surgeon. Like it's not saying you know like a virgin is a bad song or like talking about sex is wrong he's just going i'm gonna make a song about being a very bad doctor <laughs> right yeah so it's uh, interesting it's interesting yeah. to see what people will uh, beef over yeah um so my here, you want to know my second one what what is it my second one is soldier boy versus shia labeouf all right, I am familiar with this beef, being a person, but I have no idea how or what. <laughs> so, Soldier Boy has, um, he has more beefs than me- songs. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, he has beefed with Drake, he's beefed with Ice-T, he's beefed with Little Yachty, uh, 50 Cent, um, Tyga, don't know who that is. That's a uh, Kardashian boyfriend, I believe. Okay. Uh, he's, he's beefed, he's beefed with everybody, Soldier Boy. Mm-hmm. Um, and yet, and, and yet, and yet, can you name, can you name a Soldier Boy song besides Crank That? B- besides Crank That? Didn't he do a Naruto song? He might have done a Naruto song at some point. Let me point. Google it. Google Soldier Boy's Naruto song. <laughs> Soldier Boy made a Naruto rap album. A f- wait, a full album? Yes. Now, Miles, why haven't you listened to it? That's a fantastic question. Oh my god, the art is so good. All right, hold on. <laughs> That's sick. Hang on, I'm gonna send it. Hang on. Okay. Oh, I hate that he's wearing a weed shirt. <laughs> All right, let's see if this will send. Here you go. Oh wow, it's beautiful. That's actually pretty cute. That's oh fun. My god. Uh, I mean, the weed shirt. <laughs> the weed shirt is really throwing off the balance. It, for me. it really is. It really is. Um. Oh man. That made me really but, happy. That's fun. Um, okay. So, uh, in 2016, uh, Shia LaBeouf came on a radio show. Um, don't, I don't know what it's called. One of them For some shows. reason, for some reason, uh, it's not, it's not. That's fine. It's just not. It's, it's just not, not anywhere. Radio show. It's just on a radio show. Where uh-huh. hot hot ninety seven? Yeah, the famous radio show. Uh, if you're familiar with hot ninety seven, mm-hmm. also uh, here here's another thing that I want to say. Yes. Have you been to LAWeekly.com recently? Have I, Miles Lazarus, been to LAWeekly.com recently? Uh, you know, the the edit- the editorial, the, the, the news site. Hmm. Um, no, but I can go there. And in fact, no, I'm don't. here. Okay, Do, oh, don't. I won't go there. Don't. Um, so the categories for their articles are food, music, hmm. entertainment, hmm. arts, hmm. culture, hmm. cannabis, <laughs> calendar. Listen, weed is an important category. Uh, 
<laughs> in fact, I'm just I'm just gonna click on the cannabis tab really quick and yeah. there's a big there's a big C V D ad that's at the top. Yeah. Just a massive C V D ad. Alright, I'm here too now. I found it. <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> Do you want to know, do you want to know uh, Tommy Chong's favorites? Please. I need to know the five best CBD oils. Uh, what are the five reasons why cannabis delivery is the way to go? Yeah. High Tech 1.0 brings together art, cannabis, and pop culture. Finally, something from us. Uh, dispensary street artists ascend to higher consciousness with new mural oh this one makes me want to this one makes my fucking blood boil mars you want to know what it is what is it so you want to be a cantrepreneur oh i'm looking at it and historically viewed as a criminal enterprise cannabis is in the midst of an unprecedented Uh, historical transition hey fuck you hey fuck uh, you i also also, let out people with drug charges out of prison. Yeah. Hey, if you want to make yeah. articles like this, you fuck up, then let people out of jail for hey, weed. What's the, what's the best bud to smoke for the best 420? I You're my Jimmy best d- bud to smoke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, well, we can just ask I Jimmy Divine. Yeah, let's, all right, I'm done with this. Um, I, like, okay. I know, like, listen, like, my last comment on that is, like, listen, I really cannot care if people smoke weed. In fact, I'm totally and absolutely fine with it. It's so fucking normal. But I hate people who are, like, way too into it. Like, yeah. way too into, like, did you try out that, like, new CBD oil? Did you try out, like, that hemp-scented beard fragrance? <laughs> I hate it. Go to bed. Yeah, it's, eat food it's, without weed in it. It's fine. You can eat food that doesn't have weed in Just it. Just because it your addiction has like a fun, flirty, rich <laughs> vibe to it doesn't mean mm. it's not an addiction. So, um, so, 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 boy. <laughs> so, soldier boy. Uh, in 2016, uh, Shia, Shia LaBeouf uh, did a freestyle on uh, Hot 97. I've listened to it. Uh, it's surprisingly pretty solid. Um, uh, and uh, did threw a couple of lines that were aimed at Little Yachty and Soldier Boy. Okay. Um, uh, Soldier Boy. Then in an in an Instagram video, uh-huh. uh, decided to say. Hey, hey, Shia, because I have the authority to do this, uh, you are banned from Atlanta. (laughs) (laughs) You can't go to Gay City, USA anymore, beach. You, you, you can no longer, uh... Oh my god, that's so stupid. (laughs) Because Soldier Boy, known mayor of Atlanta... That is fucking wild. Hey, imagine, like, just, like, imagine Mm -hmm. if, like, Papa John's didn't reply to your Twitter at... Mm-hmm. Your tweet adding them because their cheese pizza was mediocre. And then you went on Instagram Live and went, Papa John's, you are no longer allowed in Oregon. <laughs> Shia, Shia then responded to uh, to uh, Soldier Boy mm-hmm. with something. For some reason, this article actually doesn't say what Re- LaBeouf uh, responded with, which is so strange. Well, that's annoying. It's it's so stupid because like fucking 
like, all of these articles on this shit, like, only tells you, like, half of what happened. Yeah. Um, so I guess I'm gonna find another article. I'm gonna find another article. (laughs) Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So, uh, here's, so I, I, no one says how LaBeouf responded. Whatever. Um. Fine. But, but. But this was this is the last moment in the beef because after this Shia LaBeouf um stopped responding. Um but uh Soldier Boy and this is a quote only way I'd give Shia LaBeouf a pass. You gotta put me in the next Transformers movie. Put me in a movie. Put me in something. Put me in a TV show and you can come to Atlanta. I'll do a song with you and we can squash the beef. Fucking bizarre. What you kind can't of alien? Come, I mean, you I know Soulja know, Boy's you an are, alien. But you like, are no longer allowed in Atlanta. Unless, unless. I, unless, you put, unless you put me in a Transformers movie. You can come to Atlanta if you put me in Atlanta, the show. Uh, also, as if Shia LaBeouf is actually in charge of casting. I, you know what? I don't think Shia LaBeouf is the casting director for the Transformers movie. I don't think that Shia LaBeouf is the casting director. Um... Uh, it's it's there's not there's not a whole lot to to tell uh with uh with this beef um mm. mostly just soldier boy saying some stupid shit yeah uh, which seems to be the majority of uh of what soldier boy, boy does, does. is yeah. is make videos on instagram calling people out and never doing anything of him of his own Soldier Boy is an alien, but, like, he's been here for a while, so, like, he kind of gets it. He's, like, possible, but then he'll just do some fuck shit, and everyone's like, Soldier Boy, we know you're an alien, okay? Like, can't fool us. What a fucking bizarre man. You (laughs) are no longer allowed in Atlanta. You are no longer allowed in Atlanta. You know, it would be real. So I'm assuming he lives in Atlanta. Probably, yes. Because imagine if he didn't. Imagine, like, imagine, if he, <laughs> imagine if he didn't even live in Georgia. Yeah, he li- he lives in like fucking um Kentucky. But no, he wouldn't. Yeah. But like he lives in like Kentucky or something. And mm-hmm. like, <laughs> like you're no longer allowed in Atlanta. Unless, uh, unless, unless, unless that new Transformers movie though. So can I uh, can I get in it? Can, can I get in that one? Can I get in? We'll squat. Hey, we'll do a song together. We beefing, but I do love Transformers. I do love Transformers. Oh, just saying. You can come to Atlanta if you let me in. Yeah, come. So fucking stupid. So dumb. Anyway, that's 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 the Soldier Boy v Shia LaBeouf beef. Yeah. So. Yeah, so, honestly, it's kind of hard to, uh, also, I didn't say this earlier, but with Coolio and Weird Al Yankovic, uh, uh, Weird Al is definitely the sheep and, and Coolio is, uh, the, <laughs> the, the cow. Sure, but yeah. With Soldier Boy and Shia LaBeouf, like, Shia LaBeouf kind of initiated it. Like, yeah. he had, he had one cow, um, and then Soldier Boy bought him more cows. <laughs> <laughs> now, here's here's what it is. It is, you know, like, <laughs> Shia LaBeouf, you know, Shia LaBeouf, uh, you know, is a multi-animal farmer. Yes. Um, and Soldier Boy doesn't have any animals. Uh-huh. Uh, and Soldier Boy is like, hey, sh- hey, you can't come to my farm. And Shia LaBeouf is like, what farm? <laughs> God. 
So, Miles. So, Miles. Last one. What's your final beef? Let's chug through this. My final beef. Perhaps the most dramatic of all music history is Brahms versus Tchaikovsky. Uh. <laughs> so apparently Tchaikovsky right. was a real bitch. <laughs> okay, alright. This is this this beef is sort of mid uh eighteen seventies, like around that time, eighteen sixties, eighteen seventies. Um and he's he has been reported to badmouth of various uh, composers and musicians over time, uh, including uh, Alexander Borodin, to what Tchaikovsky said, he can't compose a single line without somebody's help. Fucking roasted. Whoa. So, oh. Burn, 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 burn. Whoa. Whoa. Burn. Uh, Adolf Brahms, in the same vein, he said numerous times was a giftless bastard and had a conceited mediocrity that is regarded as genius. Oh, shit. Brahms, for his part, found Tchaikovsky pretty dull and even reported to have fallen asleep during one of his symphonies, which cold hard fucking move. Um, and uh, Tchaikovsky's harshest comment was, what would I say to Brahms? I would have to tell him this. Her Brahms, I consider you to be a very untalented person, full of pretensions, but utterly devoid of creative inspiration. I rate you very poorly, and indeed, I simply look down upon you. Yo, fucking people in the past were way more savage than they are now. Yeah, and also it takes so much more work to be savage, because you have to go out there, like, fucking send a telegram or whatever. Yeah, and yeah. And be like, hey, you're a bitch. <laughs> like, like, you can't just, like, fucking tweet it or Instagram live it. Yeah, we have to go to the trouble of going to a reporter and being like, fuck this guy. <laughs> I think this is all in his journal, so it was found out after his death, but um, I love. Also, they, they did actually meet about a decade later, but um, uh, Tchaikovsky said nothing of the sort and, and was very amicable and um, found out that uh, Brahms is actually a very pleasant person in real life because they'd never actually met before. Uh, and, and the two became like, sort of <laughs> varying Fucking acquaintances. Ta- Fucking Tchaikovsky, fucking posting on Instagram. Yeah. Fucking Brahms, you are you are banned from from Vatkinsky Russia. <laughs> Vat Vatkins. You are Vatkinsk. banned from the Kremlin. Vatkinsk, not Vatkinsky. That's not. Vodkinsk. It's Vatkinsk. I don't know. You how are to do banned from Vat Vatkinsk Russia. Jesus. You are banned from my symphonies. You are banned fu- from violin. <laughs> but 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 if you. But if you put me in the new Transformers symphony. <laughs> if you hook me up with, um, fuck who did the Transformers score? <laughs> oh no. Hans Zimmer well, or whatever. Whoever did the Transformers score, uh, was not very memorable, so. No. Uh, but, um, yeah, so they, they totally squashed the beef. He was like, listen, you're banned from. <laughs> you are banned from my symphonies unless. You invite me to a dinner party at your house, and in which I will squash the beef. Uh, yeah, and so after they met, he no longer badmouthed uh, Brahms in his journals, so the the beef was squashed pretty pretty good. Brahms had no idea about this, by the way. Like he had no <laughs> idea that Tchaikovsky even knew who he was. Like even was a twinkle in his eye. Like was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> 
which that's my favorite type of beef is when the other person has no idea. Mm-hmm. No I hope that I hope that somebody's beefing with me right now, and like I just don't know. It really is like um, you know, when someone can like like in a cartoon or something where there's like I am your greatest rival, and then the person is like I don't know who the fuck you are. Yeah. It's it's beautiful. I love it. I love that story. I was so happy to find it. I love that human beings just haven't changed. <laughs> All right. So. All right. Mars, final one. My final one. The last one is Eminem mm. versus Triumph, the insult comic dog. Okay. So. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, um, this beef, mm-hmm. um, is... Dumb. It's really dumb, and also, uh, it really, uh, it really only happened, uh, over, like, in, like, over the course of 15 minutes, basically. <laughs> Stupid. So, for those unaware, Triumph, the insult comic dog, is a really unfunny bit that Conan O'Brien used to do on mm-hmm. his late night show, uh, and Triumph the Infu- Insult Comic Dog's whole shit, um, is, uh, a, is, like, uh, like, his whole, his whole, his whole shit is just, like, saying not very funny things and then ending it with, for me to poop on. Okay. It's not, it's just not good. It's just it's not, not good. A great bit. Just, it's just not a good bit, but it lasted for a long time. All right. My my dad owns a copy of uh the the sort of col- the Triumph the Insult Comic Dog collection uh and I mean we haven't <laughs> haven't revisited that one no um but uh apparently so here's the thing mm-hmm. so this quote unquote beef um happened in 2001 mm-hmm. uh it it happened at the VMAs uh and uh, there is there is video of this thing so i am just going to showcase you uh the whole thing okay. yeah, i'm going sh- i'm going to show it to you it's 4 minutes and it is uh not funny i love it's not funny so a little bit of background um this beef between uh, Eminem and Triumph, the insult comic dog, mm-hmm. uh, is sort of a half step on the beef between Moby and Eminem. Mm-hmm. So Moby called out Eminem for use of uh, homophobic slurs and language in his music. Good. Um, yeah, good. Uh, for anyone, for anyone just tuning in uh fuck eminem (laughs) yeah fuck honestly fuck eminem i do not i do not like him at all it's music for sad drywall punches that want to go into the military after they graduate Mm -hmm. uh despite eminem's attempts to uh sort of uh distance himself from the sort of Republican white boys who uh, who love his whole shit. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that really is the audience that he that he attracts. Yup. So the video opens with uh, with Triumph at the VMAs uh, talking to uh, talking to a very uncomfortable looking Moby. Mm-hmm. So the entirety of the beef mm-hmm. is um, Triumph. 
unsolicited getting in Eminem's face. Yeah. And then Eminem shoving him away. Yeah. And that's it. Because he's a fucking hand puppet. <laughs> because he's a fucking hand puppet. Uh, that is awful. Gah. Yeah. I think Winston might be clawing at my door. Oh, Winston. Uh, Winston has now randomly decided to, uh, to join us on this episode. Oh, guest feature, Winston. Guest feature, Winston. Yeah, Stitches uh, is angry at me because I'm not in my usual spot. So now she's lying at the end of the bed, sadly. Aww. Real pet hours. All right. So that's the dumbest beef in <laughs> all of history. Winston but... just, Winston just licked, licked my face so much. Oh, Winston. He was licking his butt with that mouth. It's true. Right. It's true. He was. Do you do the the thing where you let your dog lick your whole mouth? No. Thank God. I, l- I let him, like, you know, I'll let him, like, lick my nose and stuff. It's fine. Yeah, if it happens. Um, he, just, um, he just wants to give kisses. It's fine. He has a lot of love to give. Yeah, like, cat tongues feel very bad. Yeah, yeah. my cat likes to kiss me, so I'm like, you can lick my hand even if it's sandpaper. (laughs) So, in terms of this fucking stupid dog puppet, and Eminem, also a stupid fucking dog puppet. (laughs) It's dog puppet versus dog puppet. Two fucking idiot dog puppets. What's, where's, who's the cow, who's the sheep? What's Um, the situation? Well, okay, so here's the thing. Is that uh, both Eminem and Triumph are cow farmers, and Moby's the sheep farmer. Yeah, honestly, and both, yeah. And, and here's the thing, both of them came from Moby. Fucking bizarre. Leave Moby alone. What did Moby do? Get out of it. Uh, Mo- like, Moby was just trying to call out some like legitimate criticisms with Eminem's music. Yeah. And Triumph being coming in here like an asshole, can't even keep his goddamn cigar in his mouth. Oh, fuck up. Uh, <sighs> yeah, yeah. Fuck, fuck Triumph. Fuck Eminem. Uh, and... Fuck Eminem. Yeah. Just fuck Eminem. Yeah. Um, so I guess we had talked last night about coming together to rank all six of these beefs. Mm-hmm. What, how are we ranking them? Yeah, by, by what means makes the best, like... Is it the dumbest beef? Is it the funniest beef? Or is it the the most warranted beef? I don't think any of them warrant. I don't know that any of them were particularly warranted. Um, um, our favorite story, like let's go. Most, should we go? Let's just go with dumbest. Beef? Let's just go with dumbest, dumbest beef. Dumbest, dumbest beef, beef is fine. Um, okay, we'll start with the bottom, which is the least dumbest beef. The the most valid beef is at the, the bottom. Yes. So, hmm, I don't know. So what were your three again? Uh, Simon and Garfunkel, mm-hmm. Soldier Boy and Shia LaBeouf. So dumb. And Triumph the Insult Comic Dog and Eminem. Honestly, it might, I, I, I mean, I feel like Metallica versus Napster is towards the bottom. It's towards the bottom, but like, that Maybe means so- good. Hmm. I feel like Simon Garfunkel might be at the bottom. I was about to say maybe Simon and Garfunkel because we don't know the whole story. Yeah, there so there might be more than what they've that what they're saying. So I'm thinking Simon and Garfunkel, then Metallica versus Napster. Mm-hmm. All right, what else is valid? <laughs> well, again, I don't know that I would exactly call the Metallica versus Napster thing valid. Not valid, completely not valid. So dumb. But anyway, 
<laughs> but anyway, um, hmm. what what were your what were your other two? Uh, Coolio versus Weird Al and Brahms and Tchaikovsky. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think maybe. Um, you know what? Maybe... I'm actually gonna I'm I'm gonna say Coolio versus Weird Al goes I was below gonna say that. below Metallica versus Napster. You know what? I'll agree uh, with that. I'll agree yeah. with that because. I don't necessarily think that Coolia was 100% wrong to get upset, and they also squashed the beef pretty quickly. Yeah. So, yeah, all right. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, and then above Metallica is... I don't know. I guess, hmm. you know, I guess Tchaikovsky versus Brahms. Hmm. Yeah. Although, like, it is. No, you know what? I want to say, I want to say, um, I want to say Soldier and then Tchaikovs. Okay. Uh, because explain. Tchaikovsky never fucking even met the guy. <laughs> you know what? You're right. They never even insulted, like, the- <laughs> they were never like, this guy's a bitch. Yeah, this guy's a bitch and had beef. It's just Tchaikovsky being like, <laughs> I'm a bastard. Uh, so I want to say Tchaikovsky yeah. the soldier. But I can't, I don't know. I feel like the, 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 you can never come to Atlanta except for if you, if you put me in Transformers thing. Is <laughs> yeah, like, but that's just funny. <laughs> it's, I don't know. It feels stupid enough that it might be more egregious, but I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Mm. One is very unwarranted and the other one is very silly. Yeah. So how are you know we... what you know I I think I think I'm going to agree with you uh mm. simply because uh Shia instigated it with some like real shit mm. um and then Soldier Boy came with with the weird whack shit. Oh yeah. Um so yeah, I think that all. I think that I'm. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think I agree with you. I think I. So agree with you. the which, official which puts... rating. <laughs> so okay, the official ranking. Yes. Yes, the official ranking is number six, Simon and Garfunkel, or Simon v Garfunkel. <laughs> number five, Coolio v Weird Al. Number number four, Metallica v Napster. Number three, Soldier Boy v <laughs> Shia LaBeouf. Still stupid. Number two, Brahms v. Tchaikovsky, and at number one, Eminem versus Conan O'Brien's stupid fucking hand puppet. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's, it definitely earns the title of, of dumbest beef, especially because, like, literally, the extent of it is Eminem didn't want to be on camera with that dumb fucking dog. He just slapped a man's hand. He just slapped a man's hand. Yeah. Um, ridiculous. R- completely ridiculous. And that and, like, was the music bo- teach. <laughs> and both Eminem and Triumph were in the wrong. Oh, absolutely. I want to make that clear. They're both equally in the wrong. They're both stupid. Um... So yeah, that was that was our official uh, beef ranking. Uh, our official favorite beef tea spill rank list: dumbest beef, most yeah. tea. Hell yeah! I don't want to think about beef tea. 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 Um. So I guess I guess with that. Mm. I guess all that's left for us mm-hmm. in this, in this, in this mm-hmm. part of the episode yes. is to take it to the break. Yeah. We, we emerge from the vat of beef oh. that we were submerged in. I don't like that. And we stink so badly. Yeah, we really do. Oh man, I hate that. You're a vegetarian. Uh, yeah, I didn't like it either. <laughs> Thank you. 
the noise i make when i stretch is it uh-huh yeah. sure uh <laughs> every single time you hum yeah it gets really awkward when just... i'm like in an exam or something so i like to think i like to think it's not your it's not your you know fucking vocal cords or whatever making that noise it's my it's body. just a mysterious it's a mysterious sound that just emanates from somewhere in your body it's, it's my chitin rubbing together and producing sound it it comes from your it comes from your your um your 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 fucking hum gland mm-hmm. uh that uh is located just beneath the pancreas mm-hmm uh it's well it's it's sort of like valve clipping into your pancreas mm-hmm. um so my new favorite you, you, for this you can't just say you can't just say when i'm just doing shit because you fucking criticize me <laughs> for not for not yes anding you i am i'm mm-hmm-ing you that's <laughs> you're going mm-hmm and now my thing i mean yeah <laughs> what i'm saying is that you're a hypocrite <laughs> But, yes, and I'm a hypocrite. Yeah. All right, so my son. <laughs> the, the valve is called the galvanoid, and it makes uh-huh. exactly this note. I don't know what note that is. I don't know how music works. Uh-huh. Hi. Welcome to Artificial so Ghost Radio. Is... I don't know how music works. Uh, okay, what's your fucking song? Miles. My fucking song? T- your T Laz. You make that joke every single time. No, I don't. Shh. Don't tell anyone. Mm-hmm. Did you say Miles T Lazarus? <laughs> Sorry. I did say Miles T Lazarus. I really went over that. <laughs> what does the T stand for? Uh. Tempus. It stands for truckin'. Truckin'. Oh, no. It's one word truckin' and fucking. It's German. So my song. Miles. So my song. Miles. Terraform Lazarus. What? That's fun. Is your song. My song is Miles Tree Fucker Lazarus. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. My song is Turn the Lights Off by Tally Hall. So. Okay. Now, you've been holding on to this song. Yeah. Because we did a couple Echoesies and Bitesies and we had some guests on and we did the Go Child Spash. So it's been a little bit. Still like maybe like under a month, but you know, I've been holding on to it. So. It's a good song. I I don't I don't know if I've I'll be the judge of that. As you always are. Yeah, I don't know if I've bought a song super like this specific subgenre before, so I don't know if it's going to be something you like or don't like, honestly. So, um, you know, it's a, it's a different subgenre, but it's still still like acoustic folk, I imagine. Yeah, it's still rock, you egg. <laughs> egg, stop stereotyping me. God, so homophobic. Anyway, Tally Hall is an alt-rock indie pop band that formed in Ann Arbor, Michigan in 2002. The band has a very dedicated cult following that I did not want to get into because I'm terrified of that. And they have a really fun, like, upbeat, just loud, whimsical, 
dorky lyrics and I love it. I love some fun camp in my music sometimes. Uh, yeah, Tally Hall has five members distinguished by the color of their neckties, which I think is very fun. And the band identifies themselves as wonky rock. And then later they define themselves as a new word they made up, which is fablu. F-A-B-L-O-O. Fablu. Fablu. So without further ado, I would love it if we could give Turn the Lights Off a little listen. I would, here's the thing, Miles, I would fucking love to listen to this Fablu. This Fablu. Fablu sounds like some, like a wine term, you know what I mean? It does. The have I ever talked to you, yeah? have I ever talked to you about um, how wine is bullshit? Uh, probably. Fucking people who, like, and like, alright, you know. Tread like, carefully, my dad does work at a not, vineyard. Not, well, it doesn't matter. Fucking, uh, you know, like, dr- nothing against the drink in particular. I mean, I don't, I don't. Yeah, you don't drink. Drink, yeah. but, um, but I, you know, like, whatever. Fucking, it's fine. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a beverage. Sure. My problem is with um wine experts who are like who are who just say just random bullshit about wine uh and like oh it's got such a lovely asphalt flavor it's like what the fuck are you talking about Yeah, honestly like sometimes i'll like read like a bottle and and see like the notes of, of like you know what's in the drink it's like black currant and chocolate and i take a sip and i'm like sure is wine sure is red wine <laughs> right. that miles is drinking right it's, it's like when you go to like a fucking oh, the, like whiskey the body of it the, the body the flavor and, like whiskey tastings and they're like do you like the taste of fruit floral and nut and i'm like it sure is sharpie in a glass that i'm gonna put coke in <laughs> like uh-huh. I'm just, I'm not that bitch. I can appreciate different type, like, there are some different flavors and I like sweeter stuff, but not, like, enough for it to be, like, ooh, I love the raspberry notes on the end of the mm-hmm. white chocolate spectrum. And it's like, I don't know what that uh, is yeah. or what that means. And also, and I'm fucking also, goddamn motherfuckers, like, like, y- fucking cheap wine and expensive wine. Very similar. Are ab- about the fucking about same. About the fucking same. It's all about, like, the family the that owns same. the vineyard and, like, yeah. you know, uh, I, uh, I could get into it. Anyway. Anyway, let's instead wine get is into bullshit. Let's listen to this turn song. Turn the lights off. All right. Uh, I really like that, actually. Oh, nice. Uh, I'm, I'm really, uh, you know, I'm not generally into ac- acoustic folk, as you know, which this song is, 100%. Um, <laughs> it's a wonder how many noises they got out of that acoustic guitar. Mars, I'll do ASMR if you keep doing this. <laughs> That's a threat. <laughs> 
<laughs> I know it is. Uh, no, I, I really like that song. I, I think it's, uh, uh, I don't know. It was just like, you know, because it had this sort of thing of like this sort of start and stop uh, delivery to both its, its like the, the vocals and to... Um, parts of the production uh this like like you know like the 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 bits of the song sort of come in in little waves yeah um it's yeah it was super interesting i'm a big fan of that one nice yeah so uh tally hall has appeared on uh the late late show with craig ferguson uh mtv's you hear it first and have appeared on the soundtrack for the oc and played at south by southwest in austin in 2008 as well as lollapalooza so they're pretty successful sure uh, let's dig in more on their OC contribution. Actually, yeah, I, I didn't write down what fucking song they put in there. The OC. <laughs> Tally Hall. I'm an old man when I type. All right. You gotta type one finger oh, at a time. Oh, they did Smile Like You Mean It, or a cover of okay, it. Okay, that doesn't mean anything to me yeah. yet. <laughs> yet. I love that. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll probably... So, Turn the Lights Off is from their album Good and Evil from 2011. It is a fantastic Mm -hmm. pop rock song describing growing older and the fear of puberty and sort of growing out of childhood. Uh, The lead vocalist and guitarist, Joe Hawley, elaborated on this thought process in an interview with My Car and My Guitar, which I love. (laughs) The whole album is about dualities, and that song is probably about the child-adult duality. And the verses are about kids growing up, and the choruses are about whatever chaos or strife is caused by competition for partners. I was looking at where the wild things are, also, and I pictured this boy going into his closet and seeing a monster party, a party full of monsters dancing, like in this movie, Jacob's Ladder. Also, just a lot of visions of that kind influencing the song, which I really like. And I feel like um, narratives of seeing monsters and, and interacting with monsters are really prevalent in in child growing up, like coming of age stories, um, which I, I think is a an, an interesting phenomena uh, because it shows that like, you know, these people, like kids view growing older as this really monstrous thing. Uh, and, and when you're yeah. an adult, you sort of like reflect on it and you like for a lot of us especially people with mental illnesses like it's pretty common to think god i wish i could just be a kid again um and and have i for life. super don't i super don't think that are you winston yeah hold on uh I, i'm gonna be right back i'm gonna check on him really All quick right. he's fine he's just being loud oh, okay um i fucking when i was a kid I remember having the distinct feeling that I was, like, never gonna actually become an adult. Hmm. Like, I was, I had this feeling that I was just gonna, like, not that I was gonna, like, you know, die before I got there or whatever, just that I was, like, never going to actually grow any older. Hmm. Okay. Um... And yeah, I don't know. I I definitely, definitely would not want to go back to anything even remotely near that time. Oh sure, and it's I don't and it's... I don't want to fucking go back in time. Fuck the past. Sure, it's uh I don't think it's necessarily like a, I want to go back to my specific childhood feeling. I think it's more just hearkening to a simpler time. Uh, but um, shit was not simple. All right, Mars, I'm talking in the general. 
generally speaking, when you're a kid, it's things, you know, you don't have to worry about taxes and fucking the global warming. I still worried about global warming when I was a kid. I, <laughs> um, but I, I really like the song also just as like this fun monster narrative. Uh, I really enjoyed that. And also after listening to like uh, Coffee and Ramen, for example, uh, and I'd already listened to this song and then listening to uh, Monster Town was really fun. Um, I just, I really like the idea of like monster communities and monster parties and stuff. Uh, and I like the way that, like you said, like the sort of stop start nature of the lyrics to this song and, and the production is really fun. Uh, yeah, so I just enjoyed it. Not too much to say about it. Uh, but I've been wanting to bring it because I, I just really love the sound of it. The monster party is a video game that was released on June 1st, 1989 about a boy who fuses with a tired actor monster and goes to the monster world to fight spooky monsters. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Mm, cool. <laughs> hey, Mom. Yeah? What's your song? Uh, my song is Monster Party, released June 1st, uh, 1989, uh, about a boy who uh, fuses with a pterodactyl and goes to Monster World mm-hmm. and fights a bunch of spooky monsters. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So thank you so much for listening. <laughs> my song... Mm-hmm. My song? Mm-hmm. Oh, you Oh, you want to fucking know my song? Tell me. Are you fucking ready for this shit? Tell me. Now. Are you fucking prepared? Tell me now. It's Meticulous Bird by Thou and the Get Down Stay Down. Jeez, okay. So, uh, uh, Thou and the Get Down Stay, uh, stay Down um, are a... Uh, here's the thing, Miles. Mm-hmm. I think you're really gonna like this song. Oh, that's rare. Uh, the song is very much unlike the, um, the songs that I usually bring. Sure. Uh, it is definitely very, um, they're, they're described as being an alternative folk rock music group, uh, originating in, uh, Falls Church, Virginia. Mm. Um, and uh they uh they've been active for a couple years and i mean to be honest i don't know a whole lot about them but i do know this song and i do know that this song fucking rules all right so what <laughs> sorry my cat's just yelling um so without really further ado um also there's a music video Ooh. so i guess let's watch the music video i guess let's watch that uh cuz i've never i've never seen it so with that Let's give this song uh, a, a little, little listen. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to quickly put my cat in the bin. Harsh. She deserves it. Don't, you don't have to throw away your cat. I'm going to throw away the whole cat. Monster Party is a video game for the NAS released in North America in 1989 by Bandai. It was and remains a relatively obscure platform game for the console, having a small following among some players. Uh, the game both pays homage to and parodies horror pop culture, altern- uh, altern- what? alternately featuring enemies and locations based on classic horror icons and uh, 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 parody reinterpretations. 
In the 2000s, the game became infamous in online gaming circles when a prototype screenshots of the Japanese Famicom version known as Parody World Monster Party began circulating, showing different bosses and parodies. No version of the game was ever released in Japan. Uh, on May 20th, 2007, or, or sorry, 2011, a prototype of, of the cancelled Japanese release was listed on Yahoo Japan, Japan auctions, closing for a very high price of 48,000, uh, 48, um, uh, 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 4,800, 3, 3, uh, yen, uh, and then on July 3rd, 2014, the unreleased Japanese Famicom version was leaked online. Miles, are you back? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was just I was just reading the Wikipedia entry for Monster Party while you were gone. You sure were. Um, Let's give this song a little listen. <laughs> Let's give the song a listen, shall we? bird of prey now i perch above you meticulous bird of prey why So, so what'd you think? An interesting view on romance. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. It uh, according to um the uh the lead singer Thao Nguyen. Uh, 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 she says that it's a song um uh for survivors of um of sexual violence. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't, I mean, you know me, I don't fucking, I didn't, I, dude, I wouldn't have fucking <laughs> yeah. gotten that shit just from listening to it. Well, like, I don't. Yeah, there's like the lyric, um, I, I chase a stone cold thief with a regular grab. I find the scene of the crime. I take my body back. Right. Yeah, sure. Um, it doesn't. I mean, yeah, I guess now reading the lyrics, it is like... Yeah, it's pretty obvious. Fair, It's fairly clear. Um, but for some reason, I don't know why this is, but for some reason, like, I never can, like, glean the meaning of a song hmm. um, just by listening to it. I mean, I don't think I, I don't that's know. necessarily a bad thing. You're okay. I mean, it's fine. I don't know that it makes, like, great listening content. <laughs> I mean, that's the podcast, bud. Anyway. Anyway, um, this song fucking slaps. Sure does. Uh, what? It, what? It, okay. What did you think about it? Like just musically. Musically, I wasn't into the first half of it. I liked it when it got a bit more layered and involved. Personally, um, just because like I like weird sounding shit, but I felt like it was weird without direction. Um, which is not generally like super what I like. Um, like just picturing myself sitting down and listening to it. But like I like the sort of second half where there's a bit more beat to it and there's a bit more. Gr- groove to it even though this isn't necessarily a song meant for grooving to you know what i mean sure uh and i feel like it it's like i've i've listened to some of their uh music mm. uh, outside of the song not not a whole lot um but it seems pretty consistent with their whole shit of like making music that is 
not a hundred percent traditionally listenable. Yeah. Um, and like, I don't know, that really appeals to me personally of like, I like people using music as like art expression. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. Uh, it's like, but like, I also think I, I like the song the, the full way through. Mm. Um, I think the first half and the second half are, um, are, 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 are equally good in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the sort of like discordant nature of it, mm. the like lack of a hundred percent clear, predictable direction. Yeah, it's it's a lot of sudden shifts in uh, in in what the song is doing. Um, you know, so transitioning from like these sort of boppy, groovy sort of sections, and then like this. M- these moments where, um, you know, the beat sort of just cuts out and it's more like droning, yeah. um, sounds. Uh, this song, like, has a lot of different ideas that it wants to do. Yeah. Um, and I think for the most part, it, it really does pull it off. Yeah. There's a um, lot going on, but they managed to balance it pretty well, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, this, fuck, I don't know. I, I am, cause I, 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 fucking i was thinking like i was thinking like oh fucking maybe finally i'll bring a song that miles likes um (laughs) you say that like i don't enjoy most of your songs and and known mars hater miles um known known mars detractor um fucking you know my my entire goal in life my reason for living is to please miles on the high king's throne Mm -hmm. um and it it seems like on, on this one i uh, i misjudged a little bit on how much you would actually 100% like this song i like um, it more now that i know what the meaning is i also it's one of sure. those things that um talked about this before it's one of those things that i think if i listened to it more i would like it more yeah, on every yeah. listen yeah yeah i i think like i think it's an evolver par- sure um and i am i'm definitely very interested to get into more from this album mm-hmm. uh because uh this song just like i don't know it just hits me in such a way and like listening to it it's so like i don't know like this these wild shifts in energy yeah. um which i think also Let's talk about this music video real quick. It's a lot going on. Uh, it's fucking good. This music video is good. I like it. I yeah. I have no idea who directed the video clip. Uh, obviously, <laughs> but it's really cool. I really like the direction. Yeah, it's like you know, it's um uh Thao Nguyen uh just sort of uh thrashing around in a uh in a grocery store, mm-hmm. uh just fucking going wild, fucking losing um, it. I love it. Just completely losing it and wrapping her hair around lemons and mm. stuff. Um, it's my favorite it's type like, of like gross feminine energy. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's very like, cause like her fucking, her fucking moves. Like, she's got some serious fucking moves in this video. Yeah. Um, you know, like, and again, it's, it's, it's not like, you know, it's not always dancing on beat. It's not, or like finishing on a pose that makes sense or whatever. Mm. You know, it's like, it's getting a feeling out. Yeah. Um, and like, you know, that, that, that's what I feel like this song and the video is. It's like, it's just fucking shaking a feeling out. Yeah. Um, 
But uh, but yeah, I don't know that I have uh, too much more to say on it. Other than that, uh, it fucking it's fucking slaps. Yeah, I'm actually really interested to look at more of uh, the this artist stuff. I like it. Also, we barely commented on it, but the fucking name Thou and the Get Down Stay Down very good is very good because the Get Down Stay Down like that sounds very familiar to me. Like I might have heard like a different song on the radio at some point, but totally mm-hmm. unfamiliar very fun title yeah it's like it's also like uh another it's a it's another long one yeah uh it's not it's not that crazy long but it's a little longer than than music artists but we like tend that. to go for we like that we like that here we like that here we we we, st- we stand a long name mm-hmm. uh but yeah i think that's that's all i really got to to say on this one hmm. um uh miles Mars. um my cat just jumped up onto my windowsill. Yeah. What do you think the beef between Tally Hall and Thao Nguyen looks like? Um, I think Thao would be slapping them with a fish for being corporate shills. Mmm. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah I get yeah, that. Yeah. I see that. Um, Craig Ferguson, you fucking hacks. <laughs> Uh, yeah, there was a lot of there was a lot of fish in uh, in the I um, loved it in the meticulous bird video. Very fun. I, I especially loved the ending. Yeah, the ending where where she's holding the fish up to her eyes, like like, like their Lundin. eyes are, are are her eyes. Mm-hmm. It's great. Um, there's sort of like a like a, a somewhat creepy energy to the video, but it's not that creepy. It's, it's like it's, yeah. It's more just like a, a a ruinous moment. Yeah. It's it's like like some 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 shit's going down. The darkest um, hour. And it's a and it's a little it's a little unsettling. But like mm. not that. It's, it's like it's it's fun. like it's yeah. It's mostly fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Hey Miles. All right. Hey Miles. Hey Miles. I really have to piss. I I also need to fucking go. Not all, uh, not just so, pee, but I need to leave the house. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Monster Party is a video game for the NES. Okay. Wait, these aren't my notes. Thank you for listening to Artificial Ghost Radio. If you have any <laughs> Thank suggestions, you for listen- add us at Twitter and then we'll make beef with you. And also, you can't come to Oregon if you add us on Twitter. Uh, thank you for listening to Artificial Ghost Radio. If you enjoyed the show, please, uh, share it with a friend. It would really mean a lot to us. Uh, also, you know, like, uh, we sort of experimented a little bit on this, on this episode. Uh, and I, you know, we're still, we're gonna continue to do that. We're gonna, we're gonna bring some, some broader topics uh, to talk about during the first half. Uh, the, the new favorites half of the show will remain pretty consistent, mm-hmm. I imagine. I want to um, introduce the concept of doing cold shots, where I'm going to tell our friends what we're going to do next week. Oh, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, uh, we'll get to that, to that in a second. Yeah. Um, or, I don't know, what makes the most sense? To have it before the outro or after? During. I That's don't know. not. I don't know. Uh, well, I guess this. I guess this time we'll do it after the outro, and then maybe later we'll decide that it goes before I think, the outro. I think after makes sense, honestly. Okay. All right. Yeah.
If you want to reach out to us, you can find us on Twitter at ArtGhostPod, and at our email at ArtGhostPod at gmail.com. Uh, and uh, Miles, Mom. you want to do a little preview of what's coming up next week? In the next episode! Songs that we prefer a cover of. And the original song. Yeah, I'm gonna... I'm gonna have to real think about that. I don't really like covers. Yeah. Uh, it's gonna, uh, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna, it's gonna be, be fun, everybody. It's gonna be a contrast and compare episode. Uh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm interested to talk about what makes a good cover and like cross genre covers. Like when you take a song and make it like a different genre, a different style. I'm interested to see what both of us bring. Like there's a lot of yeah. room here. There is a lot of room here. I'm, 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 I'm excited. And also curious, because I don't know what the fuck I'm going to bring. Um, thank you once again for listening, and we will see you on the other side. Ah, beans, I got beef all over me. We're still, we're still fucking covered in beef! No! <laughs>